Hey there, BitMartians. Black Friday is quickly approaching, and you know what that means. Crypto deals. BitMart is going all out on Black Friday with multiple ways for loyal users to win. Trading competitions, flash discounts on new tokens, amazing APYs on our famous earn and savings products, and a mystery box NFT with token rewards are just some of what we've got planned with more to come. Celebrate with BitMart on this Black Friday and get a deal that you literally can't get in stores. Be sure to stay tuned to our official social media so that you don't miss out on these deals. Now, back to the podcast. Today on the Daily Crypto Watch. Even pension funds in Canada weren't safe from FTX's collapse. Russia is going all in on crypto mining and Grayscale's Bitcoin trust is at an all-time low. Hey everybody, it is Nathan from BitMart here with your November 18th edition of the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch, giving you news that you can use to fight these increasing crypto winter blues. We have got a fascinating mix of headlines today and a special announcement at the end, so please stay tuned. Even Canadian pensions weren't safe from FTX. Ontario Teachers, one of Canada's largest pension funds with nearly $250 billion in assets under management, will write down the entirety of its $95 million investment in FTX after the troubled crypto exchange filed for bankruptcy protection. The fund said that it invested $75 million in FTX International and its U.S. entity FTX.US in October of 2021, and then another $20 million in FTX.US in January of this year, according to a statement. The investments were made through the Teachers Venture Growth Platform and represented less than 0.05 of the fund's total net assets, the statement added. Quote, the financial loss from this investment will have limited impact on the plan given its size relative to our total assets under management and our strong financial position, said Ontario Teachers Union. However, we are disappointed with the outcome of this investment, take all losses seriously, and will use this experience to further strengthen our approach. Ontario Teachers had $242.5 billion in assets under management as of June 30th, according to a recent investor presentation. This isn't the first time a large Canadian pension fund got caught up in the crypto-related contagion. This past August, Cassie de Depot et le Placement de Quebec, with more than $300 billion in assets under management, wrote down its entire $150 million investment in failed crypto lender Celsius Network. Russia goes all in on crypto. A bill was introduced into the Russian state Duma, which is the lower house of parliament, on November 17th that would legalize cryptocurrency mining and the sale of the cryptocurrency that is mined. Cryptocurrency cannot currently be used for settlements in Russia. The proposed law reads, quote, Digital currency obtained as a result of mining can be disposed of by the person who carried out the mining of this digital currency on the condition that Russian information infrastructure is not used in conducting transactions with it, with the exception of cases of transactions carried out in accordance with the established experimental legal regime, as quoted by Interfax. Chairman of the Duma Financial Markets Committee, Anatoly Asakov, told the local press that he expected the bill to pass all three parliamentary hearings in December and to come into force 
on February 1st. Other sources said that the bill would become law on January 1st. Azikoff said, quote, Passage of the law will bring this activity into the legal field and make it possible to form a law enforcement practice on issues related to the issuance and circulation of digital currencies. The experimental sales regime is made possible by the law on digital innovation passed in 2020. The bill provides definitions of cryptocurrency mining and mining pools. It also bans the advertising of cryptocurrency in Russia. A Russian platform for cryptocurrency sales will be set up if the law is passed, and Russian miners will be able to use foreign platforms. In the latter case, Russian currency controls and the regulations would not apply to the transactions, but they would have to be reported to the Russian tax services. There is currently no legislation on taxation of mining activities, although crypto mining is widespread in Russia. A report issued by the Central Bank of Russia on November 7th indicated that the country is preparing for the introduction of digital assets onto its markets. The Moscow Exchange drafted a bill on behalf of the Central Bank to allow trading in digital financial assets in September. A local newspaper reported November 18th that major Russian brokerages and the exchange were preparing for the entry of retail investors onto the market. A Russian policy on the use of crypto and cross-border payments was formulated in September. In addition to national legislation, Russian crypto miners and other users also have to navigate international sanctions. Grayscale's BTC Trust ain't doing so well. Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust, also known as GBTC, hit a new record low discount to the price of Bitcoin barely a week after setting its last record low. As of Friday morning, the Bitcoin tracking investment vehicle is trading at a discount of 42.69%, according to data from YCharts. Launched back in September of 2013, GBTC is a security that gives investors a way to get passive exposure to Bitcoin without actually buying the asset. It pulls money from institutional players and uses it to buy Bitcoin, which is then held in a Grayscale fund, meaning that Grayscale holds the BTC, not investors. In the case of GBTC, a discount is not positive. The fund is at a discount when its price to NAV, net asset value, of Bitcoin's current price is negative, and it's at a premium when the price to NAV is positive. Historically, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust usually traded at a premium to its underlying asset, but things flipped early this year when other alternative Bitcoin investment vehicles cropped up, notably the Canadian exchange-traded funds, also known as ETFs, and several other Bitcoin-based instruments like Bitcoin Future ETFs introduced later this year. GBTC's premium to the price of Bitcoin was around 29% in January of 2021. When it began falling by mid-February, it was just at 8%. The first Canadian ETFs launched on February 18th and February 19th, respectively. By February 23rd, GBTC was trading at a discount to the price of Bitcoin, and it has only continued to decline in price since then, not helped by the 2022 brutal bear market and exacerbated by the market damage of the past two weeks caused by the meltdown of FTX. The ongoing crisis has also put crypto broker Genesis on liquidity watch. Both Grayscale and Genesis are owned by Barry Silbert's digital currency group. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is still the largest Bitcoin fund of its kind. Grayscale also has trusts for Ethereum, Chainlink, and Solana, among others. For its part, Grayscale has been trying to convert the fund into an ETF, a similar kind of investment vehicle that can be traded on the stock exchange and tracks the price of an underlying asset or 
basket of assets. Offering a grayscale Bitcoin ETF would enable institutional players to redeem their shares, reducing the number in circulation, and slowly closing the price gap between the investment vehicle and its underlying asset. This would concurrently bring the value of the trust up. But all attempts to do so have been shut down by the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, which has swatted away every spot ETF, which is an ETF tied to the actual price of an asset such as Bitcoin, so far only allowing futures ETFs tied to bets on the future price of Bitcoin. In response, Grayscale sued the regulator in June of this year. Quote, the SEC is failing to apply consistent treatment to similar investment vehicles, Grayscale's legal counselor, Donald B. Verrill, said at the time, and is therefore acting arbitrarily and capriciously in violation of the Administrative Procedure Act and Securities Exchange Act of 1934. One thing is for certain, the fight for a Bitcoin spot ETF in the U.S. continues. And now for a special announcement here at the end of the podcast. Usually I'd be saying, hey, listen to NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan and check out all the cool stuff we've got going here at BitMart. Uh, Unfortunately, today is Matt Ryan's last day uh, on the NFT 101 podcast, Brain Trust, all sorts of things like that. I just wanted to thank him for teaching me a lot about podcasting, helping me get uh, set up with video giving me his best practices from his years in the industry. And I hope that he has learned a lot about NFTs and crypto from me. I try to be as gentle as possible uh, with some of this overwhelming information. But once again, uh, instead of our regular outro here, I just wanted to thank Matt Ryan for being part of the BitMart team. He has been a valued member of the content team. I've really loved working with him, producing podcasts with him, seeing how audio works, seeing how video works. And it will not be the same without him. So with that, I will say good luck and goodbye to everybody out there in crypto land.